Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. All right, welcome to another episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. I am your host, Dr. Barry Perry, your favorite board certified internist. Well, at least I hope I'm your favorite board certified internist, right? Your favorite board certified internist, founder of drbarrypierre.com, the CEO of PR Medical Consulting, helping you empower yourself for better health with the number one podcast of patient advocacy, affirmation, and education. This week, we bring you another COVID-19 update. We're going to be talking about updating us on our cases, updating us on the vaccines, uh, really what's going on as far as these variants are concerned. And I even heard about a COVID pill, right? Like like very, very interesting things happening on the COVID-19 front. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. Send us out to Five family members who need to be updated on COVID-19, especially because the media has kind of, you know, took us off of the the headline. uh, So it seems as far as news reporting is concerned. Make sure to leave us that five star review. I'm going to be going back to reading out our five star review comments. I haven't done that in a while, so I'm going to start doing that as well. So make sure you leave us a five star review so you can get your personal shout out here on the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Lunch and Learn Community Merchandise Store. Living out the motto, empower yourself for better health. And for the thanks of being a devoted podcast listener, I'm going to give you opportunity to save 10% off today's purchase using the coupon code EMPOWER10. Go to shop.drbarepierre.com. Use the coupon code EMPOWER10, all one word. You will save 10% off your entire purchase. Remember, 50% of all proceeds are donated to the Five Star Scholarship Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization giving out scholarships for high school students. This week, we're talking about COVID-19. Let's give you an update on what's been going on as far as cases, as far as vaccinations, as far as even new medications, new variants, right? Because I know you guys want to know, and I know what's happening now, right? I already see it. I see it happening all across my social media and really just kind of in the general public. A lot of people are getting COVID fatigue. That's what I'm calling it, COVID fatigue. They've been hearing about this news for over a year and a half. They're they're again they're they're frustrated and nauseated with it. They're you know especially when they know that there really isn't much that they don't feel is happening, especially in the positive direction. We are still here. We're still a pandemic. Parts of the world are still being closed up, and uh, you know it doesn't look like you know the cases are kind of dwindling, right? Which is definitely unfortunate, but not necessarily surprising, especially, you know, giving some of the policies and, you know, the procedures that have been occurring uh, throughout this point, right? So let's give a quick update. You know, I like to always break it down United States as well as worldwide, because I think especially here in the United States, right? I'll talk to my United States uh, followers and listeners right now. I think a lot of times we are so focused on what's going on in this country that we don't realize that we're a big part of the global society and how the United States goes, the rest of the world kind of goes. So if the United States doesn't really have it together, the rest of the world kind of doesn't have it together either. So 
again, I will be giving any updates on what is COVID-19. This definitely isn't the uh, the episode to listen to if you're trying to figure out what is COVID-19. Fortunately, I got like probably like 10 or 15 different pieces of content strictly for what is COVID-19. Make sure you check that out, especially if you're asking like, what is COVID-19? What is the vaccine? How did the vaccine get here? Make sure uh, you check that out. I'll put, I'll put a couple of them in the uh, description, the show notes. So quick update on COVID-19. Let's give our U.S. cases right now as I speak, as I record. Total number of cases since the pandemic has started has been 44.3 million cases. 44.3 million cases. And again, I know United States, you know, like when Olympics comes around, they like to lead and charge that is number one across the world as far as countries are concerned. Total deaths, 714,000, which is such a sobering you know, number to think about, that we have lost almost a million people since this pandemic started, and the pandemic isn't even two years old. When I think about the million people who are almost a million people, again, 700,000 we've lost. When I think about the 700,000 families that have been affected, the 700,000, you know, jobs that have been, you know, lost, generations, right, have been lost because of this virus, which is why you see me and a lot of our other health colleagues still go hard as COVID just came out yesterday, because we are not going to slack up because we know 700,000 people don't have that opportunity to get COVID fatigue. Like if you're a part of this lunch and learn community, we're probably going to be talking about. And I, I said this, or even though if you, if you check some of my early episodes in January, I told you guys, like, don't think that 2021 is going to be a year that we kind of forget about COVID. Like it was definitely more of a 2022 thing. And unfortunately, the way you know, and we'll talk about Delta variant later. The way the Delta variant's been running, it might even be closer to a 2023 thing. But again, I'm not going to be here to hyperbolize that. So. Uh, the Delta variant still the head honcho across uh, the country, accounting for about 98% of cases. And I got this question. I, f- I was on TikTok. Follow me on TikTok if you're not on TikTok at Dr. Barry Pierre. And they asked, you know, w- you know, as far as these different variants are concerned, like how is it that the Delta variant, you know, keeps popping up as number one? And how come we don't test everyone for the variant? First of all, being tested positive, right? Like for COVID is one thing, but actually doing a whole genetic sequence, you know, not every lab, one, one can afford to do that. And two is even equipped to do that. So typically what happens is you get a percentage of your positive results that you may send over to your the state and say, hey, state, can you test this? Because we just want to see if, you know, if Delta or whoever variant is still here. And 98% of the time, those tests are still coming back positive for Delta. So Delta is still here, still running rough shot. And if you if you listen to, um, I will put the link in the description, but like I kind of, I kind of, you know, when Delta was kind of brewing, I kind of gave that pre-warning. I'm like, guys, like there's this variant right now called the Delta variant that, you know, it's not, it's right now it's only accounting for like 21% of the cases. It, it jumps up to the 40% of the cases. It may be the predominant. And then fast forward, here we are. I will definitely put that link in the description uh, for you guys to catch it. Worldwide, 219 total cases of COVID-19. Again, a year and a half, guys, a year and a half. Total of 4.5 million, 4.55 million deaths from one virus. 
one disease in one year and a half. Like, just the, the uh, let's just, we won't even think about it in the, the economic terms as far as job loss and whatnot. But like, let's just think about from a cultural impact, from an information impact, the amount of people who are no longer going to be able to give this world the knowledge that they were, had to impart because they're gone, right? Imagine all of that loss in less than two years. Like we we are, fortunately, and I, I've said this before, especially if you're in the learning community, you, you've heard me say this, that we aren't going to understand the impact of the amount of people we've lost until we get over the pandemic. And because we're still in the pandemic, because we're still and knee deep in the hospital cases because we're, people are still dying. Like we don't even understand like the ramifications that's going to be, you know, in the future. But so again, 4.55 million deaths worldwide because of COVID-19, which is extremely sad. So let's talk about vaccines, right? Because we have disease and we have treatment. And what you're seeing, I've, and I've, I've, I've addressed this before too, is that you have this faction of people who are much more afraid of the treatment than they are the disease. And again, I can't think of I can't think of other disease processes where that works. If you do, please drop it in the comments. Let me know. But I, I can't think of other diseases where there's more fear of the actual treatment than the actual invading disease. I don't know what it is, but again, please drop it in the comments um, if, if, if you can think of some. Because All right, so let's talk about the vaccines, right? Let's talk about some vaccines. In the United States, fully vaccinated accounts for about 56% of the country, which is absolutely amazing. Of course, on, honestly, you know, you've, I'm pretty sure you all have heard about the herd immunity, 70%, 70%, but 50%. 56% of the United States is fully vaccinated. Those who are eligible is fully vaccinated. That accounts for 186 million, right? It's a little bit more, but like that's some even numbers, 186 million. At least 216 million have gotten at least one dose, right? So we are going in the right direction. I know it sounds, you know, you may watch TV and, you, you know, especially because the Delta variant has you know, definitely throwing a wrench in a lot of this. So it may sound like we aren't going in the right direction. We're getting there. Obviously not as fast as we want, not as fast as other countries, but we are getting there. So, and again, that's a lot of people, 186 million because, and, and I like, I like to give those numbers because you'll hear, you still hear people say like, Oh, I'm doing my research. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm wait, I'm waiting to see what happens. In the United States alone, 186 million people have already been fully vaccinated. You're not waiting to see what happens. Like, stop it, right? Like, nothing that would have happened um, is going to happen after 187 million people get it. Like, if something was going to be significantly uh, adverse that we would have that would have already popped up, we would have already caught it, right? It's just for those uh, who you know find some reason to be again uh, more in favor of disease than they are for the treatment. Worldwide, 35% of the world is fully vaccinated. That counts for about 2.76 billion with a B. Again, when you hear people talk about, I'm waiting to see the numbers, you just have to tell them, hey, but like 2.7 
billion with a B got vaccinated and are fully vaccinated, what numbers are you actually waiting for? And then once once they actually have to verbalize it and you realize that they're, you know, full of BS, right? Like you you can keep on moving, right? And I've I've counseled a lot of my healthcare professionals in that way because again, you know, when we you know, we're busy here as you can see here I'm doing uh here on the, the channel and the podcast we're educating, we're educating. But a lot of times we have to realize who do we need to delve our energy to educate? Because there are certain people who are vaccine hesitant and there are just some people who are just against this vaccine. And the ones who are just against this vaccine do not delve energy into them. Like whatever you say, right, isn't going to change their mind, right? Something else is going to have to change their mind, aka probably a close family member dying from COVID is likely going to have to change their mind for them to start realizing like, oh, I should probably take this serious. But like, don't delve any information, don't delve the energy that you want to uh, give to them to try to turn them around. No, work on those who are actually vaccine hesitant, who actually have real questions or concerns that you can answer because a lot of them we really can. And if once they get that information, once you give them the information, if they're still on the fence, then nope, that's move them to the side as well, right? Because if someone says, hey, I, I got this question, I don't know how, how this vaccine was able to come out so quickly. And then you give an amazing synopsis. I will leave the podcast episode uh, in the description because I gave an amazing synopsis on how it came so quickly. If you send them that and they still don't turn around, then that really wasn't their objection. Like they they just thought that that would be a good enough reason not to do it. So again, make sure we're pouring our energy into those who are vaccine hesitant, those who need to be educated and not pouring our energy in those who are just anti-vaccine and you know, whatever you say is not going to, to move them whatsoever. So 2.76 billion fully vaccinated um, with about 3.68 billion having at least one dose, right? So again, we are going in the right direction. You know, the vaccine is getting out there. It's not getting out there as much, especially again, like I said, we, here in the United States, we're geocentric. If you think about it in a worldwide manner, there's still parts of the world who don't have the opportunity to get the vaccines that we have to throw away here, right? And that's probably one of the more you know, you know, frustrating things and sad things here is that we throw away vaccines that other parts of the world would love to have, would love to have it. But here, because of the privilege that we have here, like we, we get to be able to throw it away and then get on TV or get on social media and say, like, I don't trust the jab, right? Like, we can do that. Um, let, again, we kind of talked about various a little bit. But again, worldwide, like here in the United States, 98% of cases worldwide, Delta variant is still the most dominant variant out there. It's still the, you know, big dog running, uh, you know, the yard right now. Um, right now, it has appeared in about 185 countries, the Delta variant. And if there's a country where the Delta variant isn't there and you have these smaller variants like Alpha and Beta, if Delta goes over there, Delta soon becomes the dominant over there as well, too. So I know you guys have heard because I, I, I get I get the text messages. I get the you know people sharing me, you know, sending me articles and everything. I know we've heard about the Mu and we've heard about the Lambda. We've heard that concern that it may be more dominant. At least at this time, at the time we're recording, you know, things change. But at the time we're recording, Delta variant still runs the yard, right? So again, just something to kind of think about when we think about 
you know, these, these uh, aspects here. So a quick drug update right before, before we get you out of here, quick drug update. Um, right now, the only FDA approved treatment for COVID-19 is the Pfizer vaccine, 16 and up. It's only FDA approved. And I'm trying to stress the words FDA approved because FDA emergency use authorization still has 12 and up, right? Like that's still a thing, 12 to 15, but it's not FDA approved. Like they didn't have the data at that time to say, yes, we also approve it for the 12 and up. So under the term FDA approved, Pfizer is the only uh, body right now, 16 and up, emergency authorized use. You still have Johnson & Johnson. You still have the Moderna. You still have Pfizer from those 12 to 15, right? Of course, boosters have been uh, made available, especially, but only for those in the higher risk populations or those in high risk occupations, right? Like, like, so like boosters are available, but not available for everybody, some recent data came out with Johnson and Johnson that showed that after um, you know their participants received a booster dose six months afterward, their protection went up almost about ninety four percent, which is amazing news. So of course, both Moderna, both Johnson and Johnson have applied for emergency use authorization for their boosters because right now, if you want a booster, you'll get a Pfizer booster because the Pfizer is FDA approved. Right. So, you know, Moderna's there. Um, people are asking me, like, I'm I'm a I like to call myself Moderna Mafia, right? Like I got the Moderna shot, my wife got Pfizer, my mom got Pfizer, my brother got Moderna. Um, people ask me, when is Moderna becoming FDA approved? The application's already in. They're just waiting for a final decision. I fully expect final decision to come out within the next month or two. So we will have at least two vaccines that are FDA approved. For COVID-19, Johnson Johnson has not submitted their application at this time, but they will by the end of this year. So that will make three, again, here in the United States, three FDA-approved uh, drugs um, for the battle of COVID-19, guys. And it's clear that we need it. And I want to talk about this new kid on the block. It, it's still early, so I don't want to like you know give anyone hopes up, right? But it's by the company Merck. And if you are familiar with the company Merck, Merck makes this medication called ivermectin, which is used for parasitic related diseases. But and, and this is this is the uh, this is the paradox that us health professionals are in. People are you know fighting for the right to take a parasitic medication instead of the vaccines, even though. Merck itself, the company who makes the drug, who makes money from said drug, has said, hey, guys, we have no evidence that you should be using this for COVID-19. The company itself has said it. But people are so, I don't want to call it brainwashed, but they're so fixated on not taking the actual treatment that they would rather take this parasitic medication that isn't even approved by anybody, but especially by the actual company. Like, let's think about this, guys. If I was the company and I made, if I was Merck and I made ivermectin and I stood for, to make some financial gain if everyone started using it, don't you think I'd be screaming from the rooftops like, hey, everybody go use ivermectin for COVID-19? Don't you think I'd be doing that? 
But the fact that they're not doing it should give you an idea that says like, hey, like the fact that they're not doing it should give you an idea that I, I probably shouldn't be using this medication. Right. But like, again, neither here, nor there, whole nother discussion in that regard. But Merck um, has now a pill form that they've shown in their initial studies 50% protection against severe illness and hospitalizations against COVID-19, which is absolutely amazing. Now, I know a lot of people are going to try to fixate on that 50% and say, oh, but like the other vaccines are like 90% and 80% and 94%. Yeah, we know that. But y'all don't want those other vaccines. I'm just talking to people. Y'all don't want those vaccines. So you shouldn't be comparing the 50% to those other ones because you don't actually want those other ones, right? Like just to make sure we're clear. But again, 50% chance is, again, and it's a pill form. It's again, it's like I said, these are just game changing things that are occurring in our continued battle against COVID-19 because we're still battling, guys. Like I don't care if you look on TV and you see all these sporting events are full and you see all the, I, like everything is open back up again, like there's no problem. We are still battling COVID-19 as I speak. I'm taking care of a lot more patients now, right? And and this is a whole discussion that I'll, I'll probably get some, an, an expert or somebody to come on to talk about kind of long covid uh, related issues. Because what a lot of people tend to focus on is how many people will pick up COVID-19, but then the quote unquote small number, I hate, I hate even they even like try to mention it as a small number, it's like only 1%, only 2%. Um, Cause first of all, their numbers are wrong. Um, but like, again, when, when I say 740,000, right, have died, right. I'm 14, I'm sorry. 714,000 have died from COVID. Like, which one of your family members are you okay with that one to 2% being, right? I'm pretty sure it's going to, that number is going to be zero, right? You don't want none of your family members to be a part of the quote unquote, little bit of one to 2%. But again, neither here or there, but like you have another, you know, uh, another kind of, you know, a weapon in our battle against this COVID-19, which I'm extremely excited for. Um, again, I was, I was kind of mentioning I'm, I'm as, a, as I work in a long-term care facility now, and I'm taking care of a lot of the patients who had COVID and were fortunate enough to survive COVID. But like now they're coming to see me because they're still on a vent. They still have a tracheostomy, which is, a, again, a tube that's breathing through their neck. Right. You know, they still have the peg tube, which is nutrition through the stomach because they can't swallow because the tube that's in their neck. Right. Like so a lot of people seem to have this idea that you get COVID and as long as you're not in that one to two percent, you go back to like everything is normal. And there's a lot of people who are not going back to their life like everything is normal. And that's that's again, I'm, I'm going to champion and hit home. I'm going to fight for them. Um, unfortunately, a lot of them are unvaccinated, right? A lot of the ones I'm taking care of now, a lot of unvaccinated. But again, that's what the Delta variant is. And that's kind of the reason why we were so hard on trying to get people to get vaccinated early because we know how variants run, right? Like we know like when viruses have the ability to continue to replicate that mutations occur. And we know that those who are not vaccinated are more likely to have viruses that will continue to replicate, which means mutate, which means Delta, 
right? Like it just is what it is, right? So again, um, again, just my COVID-19 update, again, especially, and I know a lot of you may be tired of watching TV, you got, and even now the news cycles don't even really hit COVID like they used to anymore. Cause again, they're, you know, they're, they're, again, it's not the quote unquote flavor of the month, but here in healthcare is going to be the flavor of the month for a long period of time. So we're going to make sure we hit um, home all of the parts to make sure you guys are fully aware. I am your truly Dr. Barry Pierre. Uh, make sure you are subscribed. Uh, make sure you leave us a comment. Say, I love this episode. Um, if you want to hear, you know, more topics, always feel free, you know, you know, drop it in the comments, you know, DM. I'm on, I'm on social media everywhere anyways. Um, just say, hey, talk about this. And we'll make sure we try to get uh, that episode on for you. I'm going to see you guys next week. Thank you for coming to the end of the episode. It is your truly Dr. Barry Pierre. I want to give my undying thanks to you for your support just getting to the end of the episode means that you at least enjoyed today's episode hope you were empowered by today's episode please remember to share this episode with at least two people that you know that would be greatly affected if they did not listen to today's episode and if you have not already done so subscribe to the podcast leave us a five-star review especially on apple Podcasts or wherever you can leave a review leave a review there because your support is so, 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 so valuable for what we're doing here on the Lynch Learn and everything with Pierre Medical Consulting. And if you have not done so, go ahead and join the listserv. To join the listserv is very easy. Just grab your phone right now. I'll pause. Join the listserv. You want to text Lunch Learn Pod. This is all going to be one word Lunch Learn Pod to 44222 and you'll be on the listserv you'll know exactly when new episodes are coming out you'll know about new episodes before they actually come out because i usually tell my listserv members hey this is what i'm working on this are the guests that you should expect to hear for the week on thanks guys you have a blessed day and i'm gonna see you guys next week